Hello and welcome to the Blue Pea Leader podcast. And I'm your host and the founder of Blue Pea Pod, Ruth Sanderson. If you want to become a leader of an organization where people feel alive and fully contribute, one that really understands who you are, lets you contribute your talents, live your purpose and make a difference. Listen in now as we share the latest practical ideas and techniques to experience authentic success through leadership. Hello and welcome to the Blue Pea Leader podcast. Now we're coming to almost the end of 2021. Another, uh, I don't quite know how to describe this year. It just feels like it's still a bit weird. And what I want to talk about is that burnout, exhaustion, stress gone too far as we are approaching the end of the year. You know, I know for some of us last year we found ways of getting through the turbulence um, and we entered this year hoping that things would improve. Um, It's possible that you have defined last year as stressful or exhausting and this year has, has been different. I know several people who by the time we got to April, May this year were longing for a holiday and time to rejuvenate. And I also know they wouldn't have used the words burnt out. But in more recent conversations, I've started to spot some of these early warning signs that are saying that actually the reserves are still depleted. That maybe there were ways of getting through last year, but then this year, because on the face of it, some ways look better. It's actually we haven't taken the time to maybe recharge and rejuvenate. And so unless we pay some attention, then burnout could end up being the destination. And so if you're finding yourself with less and less energy, then here are 10 things that you can do to either stop the leaks or restore the energy bank balance. And up front, I am not saying you need to do all 10. I'm just giving you 10 possible things for you to cherry pick from. So, number one is about setting boundaries. So be clear with yourself, at the very least, on what you're going to say yes and no to. Now, I did an earlier podcast on this subject, so if you want to explore boundaries in a lot more detail, then check out the October 2019 episode, The Benefit of Setting Boundaries at Work. The second thing is to do something that requires absolutely no brain power for you. For example, it could be cooking, taking photographs, swimming, even ironing. But it's an activity that for you doesn't require much thought. So it's something that either you're natural at or you've honed your skills enough that you're unconsciously competent. And ideally, the activity should be pleasurable. Number three, do something daft or hedonistic. So next time it rains, get your wellies on and go jump in puddles. 
Or take your ordinary bath time and add some va-va-voom. Make it a hedonistic experience. It could be some luxury bath foam, a glass of champagne, candles, aromatherapy, music, any and all of that. Just move it from it being a functional experience into something that lifts your spirits. Number four. If all of your life at the moment is routine, then shake it up. You know, have a freestyle day, half a day, even an hour is going to make the difference. Just do something that is different for you. The unpredictability, the novel, the new, the whatever, that will make a big difference if everything is the same. Now, point number five, of course, is the contrast. If everything, if life is all over the place and you're like, oh my God, Ruth, routine, I haven't seen that, remind me, what is it? Then then really, what could you make routine and predictable, but in a pleasurable and relaxing fashion? So this could be, you know, this could be taking it something small and just saying right how can I make that into a routine so I know it it's predictable and it is comfortable so option number six lists now I've got to confess love a good list and in this case though I'm not actually actually going to suggest that you write a to-do list because I figure you've probably already got one of those or maybe several and they're probably quite long at that. So instead this is writing a list of things that you love about. Fill in the about. So as an example you could do this about your work. So things I love about work and then write it down. And of course, looking back at the list, then see if you can schedule a day where it's all the things that you love. Not only is it something to look forward to, but that day will recharge your batteries too. Number seven, disconnect. At the moment, we're always on, always available, always comparing. And really, we need to find that way of just disconnecting. So ideally each day you should set a time when phones and internet devices are put away and then you can read or talk or chill, meditate or if you absolutely must binge on Netflix which is kind of like still connected but anyway (laughs) I suppose at least you're like just it's it's that way of not being connected to thinking about your work So on a weekend, schedule a day for no social media or newspapers or email. And then stretch yourself out to having a longer vacation from social media and the news. Now, this summer, I did this for about three months. Now, I've got to confess, I didn't plan for it to be so long. But after the first four weeks, it wasn't... It wasn't like it was 100% absence, but I was very selective as to what I reintroduced and very aware of how it impacted me. But I have to say that disconnection was, really did recharge and rejuvenate me. Now, number eight, exercise. 
So there's loads of different things. Dance, walk, yoga, boxing. Okay, so some maybe require a gym, but others you can do in the privacy of your own home. Just 20 minutes can see a positive biochemical shift in your body, which will also help to reduce your stress levels. Now, number nine, gold stars. Now, <laughs> it, it kind of is what it says, gold stars. If you can't do this every day, then do it once a week. So, what would you give someone in your life, work, a gold star for? And then tell them. But now comes the harder part. What would you give yourself a gold star for? And yes, you have to give yourself one. This is why I say, you know, it might be that you're just doing this once a week, but you have to give yourself one and then allow yourself to appreciate your star as a gift. In other words, don't dismiss this gold star you've given yourself and start fault finding and going, yeah, well, it was okay, but you know, next time this, that, the other. And then lastly, sleep. Get yourself eight hours. It's a magic number. Or allow yourself a mid-afternoon or post-lunch power nap. 20 minutes. My go-to during the day is meditation. Five minutes. Now, I've got to say, meditation, of course, isn't sleep. But it works wonders for restoring balance. It slows down my mind. Clarity re-emerges. In fact, if you really want to know more about the power of sleep, and sleep is amazing at this rejuvenation, then read Matthew Walker's book, Why We Sleep. It is absolutely fascinating. So there we have it. 10 things you can do to recharge your batteries and reduce the effects of stress. And like I said at the beginning, I am not suggesting that you do all of them because that would probably feel more like a chore instead of the reversal recharge that it is. So, start small. Pick a couple you fancy. And maybe one that you think's going to be a stretch for you. And include them in your life for the next 30 days. And notice the difference. Be that in your energy levels, your attitude, or your resilience. And on top of all of that, just be kind to yourself. Mm -hmm.